Hello, everybody. Welcome to your Rich for Friendly Life podcast, where we help organize our clients' lives so well that they tell us that it allows them to live a rich, fulfilling life. Thank you for subscribing and continuing to listen to my podcast. And if you're new here, consider subscribing. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. My name is Saad Nadeem and welcome to your Rich Fulfillment Life channel. In this video, I will explain to you how to use just one strategy to reduce your overall family tax situation due to the pandemic. Essentially what has happened is that the government has decreased our interest rates to pump up the economy and lower interest rates mean more people may want to borrow to invest or start a business. What this has allowed us to do is to reduce our overall family taxes. Basically what this means is that if you are the higher income earning spouse, then if you invest your own money, you're gonna pay this much tax. But due to lower interest rates, if you loaned your spouse that money instead, and then she invests the money, then you're gonna pay this much tax. What is a spousal loan? A spousal loan essentially is loaning your spouse money to invest or to start a business. In this video, I will be focusing on just loaning money to your spouse to invest. Why would you want to loan your spouse money? The reason you would do this is because if you earn a higher income, then on your investment income, you're gonna pay quite a lot in taxes. But in Canada, we have graduating rates of taxes, meaning the higher you earn, the more taxes you pay. But you don't pay that higher tax rate on all of your income, you only pay it on that portion. So our tax system is kind of like a ladder. So the higher you earn, the more taxes you'll pay. This creates a pretty unique strategy that allows us to reduce our taxes overall as a family if we are able to shift some of our taxes from the higher part of the ladder to the lower part of the ladder. So imagine you pay 50% tax which is at the higher part of the ladder. Imagine we're able to shift some of these taxes down to the bottom part of the ladder. Now you're no longer gonna pay maybe say 50% in taxes. You may be able to pay now maybe 20% in taxes. So that is a huge difference. Why can't I just gift the money to my spouse? The reason you can't just give your spouse the money is because Canada's Income Tax Act limits our ability to give our own money to our spouse for investment purposes. You can give $10,000 to your spouse to go shopping, but what you can't do is give $10,000 to your spouse to invest because the investment income or the capital gains that you get from the investment will actually be attributed back to your taxes. This is what accountants call the attribution rules. So one way to overcome this hurdle is to loan money to your spouse to invest rather than gifting money to your spouse to invest. This will essentially get rid of the attribution rules. So how much interest should you charge on the loan? In the perfect world, I would just charge my spouse 0.1% interest and permanently lower my taxes. However, the Income Tax Act prevents us from doing that. So instead, what we have to do is charge at least the prescribed rate. And the prescribed rate is the average of the three months treasury yield of the first month of the preceding quarter. Phew. So right now we're in July, which means we're in the third quarter. So what we're gonna have to do is look at the first month of the preceding quarter. 
which in this case will be April. Now we take the average of the treasury yield in April. So on April 8th, the treasury yield was 0.24%. On April 14th, the treasury yield was 0.3%. On April 21st, it was 0.27%. And on April 28th, it was 0.27% as well. So the average treasury yield in April was 0.27%. Woohoo! We can charge just 0.27% on our spousal loan and reduce our taxes. Not exactly. The next stipulation by the Income Tax Act is that once you have that average treasury yield for the entire month, then you have to round up to the nearest whole percentage, which in this case is 1%. This stipulation basically makes sure that CRA never gets 0% and they will always at least get 1%. When are prescribed rates most advantageous? The most beneficial time to implement a spousal loan strategy in your overall family wealth is when there's a significant difference in the marginal tax rates of your various family members. Wait a minute, why various family members? I thought it was just for your spouses. Who all can really use this strategy? Well, of course you can use this strategy among spouses. So if one spouse earns a much higher income than the other spouse, then you can shift uh, money from the higher income spouse to the lower income spouse, and that will vastly reduce your taxes. And you can also use this strategy to shift income over to your minor children through the use of a family trust. If you have to pay for private schools or extracurricular activities, it might actually be much more beneficial to set up a family trust and pay for those expenses that way. Does the borrowing spouse have to repay that loan? Not really. They can pretty much keep the money indefinitely. But what they have to do is pay interest on that loan every year within the first 30 days. Okay, so now it's getting kind of complicated. Can you just tell me how it works? Sure, let's use a real life example. Let's say Mrs. Smith has a half a million dollars to invest, but instead of investing that half a million dollars in her own name, she instead loans that half a million dollars over to Mr. Smith at the prescribed rate of 1% and documents this loan properly. Each year, within the first 30 days, Mr. Smith has to pay Mrs. Smith 1% interest on that loan of a half a million dollars, which in this case, 1% on a half a million dollars is $5,000. Mrs. Smith will pay annual taxes of $5,000 of interest income that she receives from the loan. Mr. Smith, on the other hand, will deduct $5,000 for interest expenses on his taxes. Because Mr. Smith has no taxable income, he will pay minimal taxes on any capital gains, dividends, or interest income that he receives that entire year. Even though Mrs. Smith is in the highest tax bracket, and she will have to pay taxes on the interest income that she receives from Mr. Smith, but shifting her half a million dollar portfolio over to Mr. Smith will greatly reduce their overall family tax situation because of this strategy. If you found this episode helpful or knowledgeable, please do share this episode with just one other person who you feel would benefit from this episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. Once again, my name is Saad Nadeem. Thank you for listening and continue to strive to live your rich, fulfilling life.